Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Jay's Jar Backstage. Hey, guys. Uh, this is a follow-up episode to last week's episode, which was about my musical process of assembling an album yep. uh, under the name DJ Witchcraft. And we thought... Uh, I took ended up taking up so much of that last episode <laughs> that we thought we'd give Varys here a part two to talk about uh, their work and and um, upcoming, current, old, whatever it might be. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to hand the floor to you, and this Hello. is going to be a, a you episode. Oh, welcome, guys. Oh, you are in <laughs> unsafe hands. Um, so, my musical journey started when I had an iPod Touch and a magical little app called GarageBand, and I found those loops, and I found out that that was, like, what we do now, I figured out that that was a thing that you could do when mm. I was, like, I, like 13 or something. I had something. a very similar experience, yeah, except so, mine was an iPad mini. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so I just started making, like, random little tunes and yeah. little stuff, and, like, I wouldn't post them. I would just have them mm-hmm. and, like, listen to them every once in a while, um, and then in high school... I created an Instagram page, um, my very first Instagram page, by the name of Ballad of the Snails. I loved that name. It's a so very much. fun name. It's a very good band name. Um, and it was just one of those things where I was like, you know, I needed an Instagram name. So I made one. Mm-hmm. That's literally where it came about. And I was like, uh, uh, ba- Ballad of the Snails. And Which that name perfectly fit your personality at the time. Yep, <laughs> sure did. And so that eventually became my artist name mm-hmm. um and it just it stuck it, it stuck for a little bit of time and I, I think under that name i produced through the world yep. which through the world was very similar to um yeah through the world was like a collaborative album yeah um where it was a lot of songs for me but then I got songs from like you mm-hmm. and Dan and uh, our friend Flynn and I made sure to credit all of you guys yep. when I released them and that was like the first album I ever made and I really liked it I thought it was pretty good um I still think it's pretty I think it holds up okay now um obviously I've gotten better but I still think that some of the songs in there are pretty good um and then I think I did Through the World Reimagined, which was literally just I took the concept of the original album and then just did it entirely myself. Was that the next one? I think it was, I yes. thought there was stuff between that, but yeah, I believe that. <laughs> nope, it was literally Through the World, and then a mm. year later I made Through the World Reimagined. Um, and I... Uh, I did it all myself that time. I took all the concepts and just redid it myself with some new knowledge that I had obtained um, through the app, and... I think that was the last album I made with the Ballad of the Snails handle. Yeah, there might have been like a single or two after that, maybe. Yeah, maybe, but, um, but like That's most, the last major release. Yeah, it was Ballad of the Snails, and then eventually, um, once I kind of got the cartoon branding going, um, mm-hmm. which is what we're still, that's still the era we're currently in, um, is like the t- old TV cartoon branding, um, I decided to officially declare myself as the Sketched Out Orchestra. I love that name. I do too. I think it's an incredible name and it fits well with the theming. And I'm really glad that um, a younger me picked such a good name mm-hmm. to use because I never <laughs> I never abandoned that aesthetic. So it was just something that like has still stood to this day where I can still use it and I don't think I'll ever not use it. Um, kind of a long name. 
um, unfortunately. It but works for what you do, though. Exactly. And, and so and it, I think it's fine. It doesn't matter if it's long. It's easy to remember, especially exactly. with your overarching brand Yeah, like, of, of, like... I know they're not really anymore, but the, like your your characters, Cuban Sphere, were kind of involved in the early days of Sketch Shadow Orchestra. Like yep. it, they kind of they live on more as a like an homage now. Yeah. Like the whole the the music uh, artist pages like pays a musical homage mm. to those characters nowadays. Where like the all of the artwork is based mm-hmm. off of like their design stuff. Same with Byers and Entertainment because um, they were like the mascots for a yep. long time, um, and now they're like more. Um, obscure and abstract mm-hmm. versions of them. Um, but yeah, so after that, um, I will say, as it currently stands <laughs> for my musical releases, I have one, two, three, four, five. I have eight albums. I have... That's not right. They put <laughs> They put the EPs in the... It says I have 12 singles, yeah. but some of those are EPs. Yeah. Um, and a lot of you, if any of you have listened to my music, you will notice that there is an album called VHS Arcadia, the Vaporwave album, yep. and it's labeled as an EP. That is because <laughs> Spotify changed their EP standards yep. in 2020. So it got shifted to an EP instead of being an album. Yeah, um, my uh, my power to the players got is part of my albums now, and not my my singles. Even though I can I consider it an EP. Yeah, so it, it's just it's a weird thing of like they changed it, so now it's an EP. It's still in the title of the album. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just called VHS Arcadia on Spotify, but yep. the album art still says the Vaporwave album. And at this point, I have just labeled it as like that's the joke. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to get rid of it because it's funny. <laughs> um, but um, my process behind making music is pretty similar to how you do it. But for me more, it's just like I will just wake up one day and be like, <laughs> I'm going to make some music. And I sit down with my phone and my headphones and I just start writing out songs and um, and I just I search through the the loops. I'm like, oh, like is this good? Is this good? Is this good? Is this good? And I try to find loops that fit well together and that sound good um, in tandem with each other. And I have since greatly expanded my knowledge of this app. Where like some of the loops, you can change the instrument that's being played, mm-hmm. um, like the pitch, um, the tempo of the the entire song, um, and uh, you can also. If you double um, the loop, if you have it twice, mm-hmm. but then you change the instrument of the second one or you change the octave of the second one, it produces a really nice effect on it. That's actually the only fact that you just said that I didn't know. <laughs> Try that. Yeah. It, it, it produces amazing results. And I have some songs actually um, that are coming out soon that make use of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have some ones in the works that do too, but... Um, it's literally just, I'll sit down, I'll make a song and then like eventually like I'll either start making music with the idea of like, I want to make an album or I'll just make music, make music, make music. And then eventually I'm like, I have enough for an album. Mm. And then I just kind of like put it all together. Um, so it's kind of one of those things where like I had, I have an album called concept to cancellation, which was literally just, I was making music for a bunch of projects. They never came to be. So I released the music because I liked the music and I had two volumes worth of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always something that I enjoy doing is making these little tunes and all this music. And it's 
it's literally like the process is literally just I sit down, I make the <laughs> song, it takes me a few hours, if even. Sometimes it'll take me an hour at most. And I'll just be like, yeah, that sounds good. And then I export it to wherever mm-hmm. I export it, and then that's it. And the song's done. Sometimes I'll listen to it, go back, modify it, re-export it. That happens a lot, um, especially nowadays. Um, but it's just the amount that I've learned with this app and the amount that like I've been able to achieve in what has now been four years mm-hmm. um, of making music is staggering to me. Um, because like I go back to like through the world and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh wow, this is very simplistic and very like I can I can tell the structure of this very easily, and then like I go to like traditionally electric, which yep. is the latest release, and I play a song and I'm like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> and it's like, and it's it sounds good, but it's like it's it sounds more like a real song. It yeah. sounds more like something you might play here on the radio or on YouTube yeah. or something, and so. It's just something that I started getting more and more excited about making music because I started learning Mm -hmm. more stuff and getting better and better. And I'm like, yes, this is so (laughs) much fun. And it's something I really enjoy doing and I haven't stopped. I literally made a song yesterday um, because I've got a bunch of stuff coming up. One of my biggest projects coming up right now is the Mm multi-circus. By the time you guys hear this, I believe it'll be out. I think the multi-circus will be about three weeks old. Um, three or four weeks old. Something in that ballpark. Um, it's coming out July 22nd. You can watch it on Veravision on YouTube. Um, and it is a half an hour animated uh, project. I'm in it. Uh, <laughs> that you are in, yes. Um, and it is... A project that I'm very proud of. I spent two months making it, and I think it came out really well. I think the music in it is really good, um, and I'm happy that the soundtrack will be coming out the same day as the project. Actually, the soundtrack's release date is what determined the project's release date, um, and so I'm just super excited to hear that because there's it's just it's basically I, I feel like it's like oops all bangers. <laughs> just, I love it so much, and I haven't felt this confident about like an album mm-hmm. um, in a bit. Um, I think since like Welcome to My Dreams. Welcome Welcome to My Dreams is one of the first ones that I listened to of yours and was like, oh, oh yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah. like, now we're getting yeah. somewhere, yeah. And, and I, I, it's funny, I, I noticed the exact same transition you did of like, I've been around since Through the World. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yes. And like I've listened to an album or two here and there. I've done physical distribution for you a couple times. Yep. And like, I'd listened to them along the way and I kept hearing them get better, but it was through, um, walking to my dreams that I was like, Oh, all right. He's getting, or they're getting there. Like yep. they're, they're definitely getting there. Yeah. And it's, it's, I am with every new album. I try to make some sort of progress mm-hmm. or I try to do something unique or different and try to tailor it to the album. Like welcome to my dreams was just kind of like, and it was the whole point of it was supposed to be like an abstract journey through different areas of like, a story or like the mind or something. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what Welcome to My Dreams was. It was supposed to be kind of like an abstract, hard to follow album mm-hmm. because that's what dreams are. And so like I just made a bunch of songs that I really liked and put them together and it fits because it's supposed to be weird and it's yeah. supposed to be abstract. Um, I personally really like the archives. There's a few in there that I'm like kind of iffy on, but I the archives taught me a lot of new things mm. um like kind of doing the dual track thing and um 
modifying specific things about certain tracks and modifying the the instruments and mm-hmm. some of them and stuff like that. And I would say the archives was a learning experience that gave way to same with traditional electric as those were learning experiences that gave way to the multi the multi circus soundtrack mm-hmm. and all my other future songs because this multi circus soundtrack sounds like to me at least it sounds like it took the concepts that I was learning and implemented them way better and it just feels more natural now um, and I'm really excited for everyone to hear it um, and when it comes to picking like a theme. Mm-hmm. Or when it comes to you know stuff like that, yeah, your um, themes are a lot more out there than mine. Yes, mine are <laughs> a lot more strange and abstract. Um, like, I, go, let's, like we're going through this. Let's even just go through the list here. <laughs> like, first one was like through the world, and then through the world reimagined. Literally, just going around the world, yep. different parts of the world, different theme songs. As if you're playing like a 3D platform or something. Pretty simple, makes sense. And then you got like VHS Arcadia. It's a vaporwave album. Yep. That one makes sense. And then you've got, uh, you know, uh, that one spaghetti album, <laughs> which is like, <laughs> what the hell is Like, excuse me, excuse the, my language. What is that? Like, the, that one spaghetti album came from the canceled project of time traveling cup noodle, didn't it? So it was something <laughs> like I, I had another project. And then, like, it morphed into that because, mm. like, I wanted, like, a weird album, like, a I think very... It, I think it was Time Traveling Cup Noodle or whatever you would call I it. I think it was, Because yeah. it was the one... You had a song called Butter or something along those lines. Oh, that was um, Now With Cup Holders. Now With Cup Holders. That's and what it was. that turned into VHS Arcadia. Yeah, okay. Um, but... Yeah, Now With now with Cup Holders. That's time, what it was. Time Traveling Cup Noodles, I think, was a song that came after that mm. and was supposed to be a part of this weird concept, weird album yeah. that eventually I think became that one spaghetti album. You don't have to listen to that one spaghetti <laughs> album, by the way. Actually just don't. That's um, one of the ones I forget exists yeah, in your catalog. I, I forget it sometimes too. I love the concept of it. Cause I think it's hilarious as a concept. The songs themselves are nothing to really write home about. There mm. might be like one or two that are pretty good, but like for the most part, it, that album gave, I would say, gave way to Welcome to My Dreams in terms of experimenting with sound. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately for that album, as funny as it sounds, <laughs> it is a gateway album. Um, <laughs> so you don't have to listen to that one. Um, I, I I made like a bunch of singles like Dinner for One, literally a song about a microwave. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a quarantine song. You'll never believe what that one's about. Um Welcome to the show was just a mm-hmm. that was just supposed to advertise Welcome to My Dreams coming out, but I, I just liked that song so yeah. much. I think it deserved its own release. Um, that one plays with like starting like it's sounding like it's coming from like a record, yeah. and then plays into an extra song and then ends on a record, which I love that. And I'm sad I haven't done it again yet, <laughs> so I'm hoping that I get to do it again soon. And then Bloom for Brawl, which was my first time making uh, or first or second time producing like a game soundtrack mm. um i believe they used it um and i think you can buy it on steam b l o o m f e r brawl 
Did that game if, actually come out? It's either on Itch.io or Steam. Yeah. It's somewhere, and I'm pretty sure you can buy it. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to have to look into that, because I, I never knew that game even came out. I, I remember when you did the soundtrack for yeah, it. <laughs> I think it came out. Even if it didn't, you can listen to the soundtrack. It slaps. You can go uh, listen to I almost said watch it. You can go listen to it. Um, <laughs> you can watch it if you are uh, if you exist in the fourth dimension. It's true. You could. And then I have like a lot of other singles that, when Cartridge Crusaders relaunched, I wanted to make songs to cap off every time we finished a series mm-hmm. i'd make a song for it i'm not doing that anymore by the way <laughs> that is my first official announcement on this i think i'm not doing that anymore it was way too much pressure mm. um it exhausted my musical um talent. <laughs> all of a sudden each series lasts 80 episodes yeah. just so you don't have to yeah <laughs> you it don't was have to like think about uh, it yeah it was just it became a thing i was like i can't do this anymore so security breach luigi's mansion and my Sims, you guys get the luxury of having songs. The rest of you, deal with it. Um, <laughs> so it's just, I, but I like those songs. I think they came out all right. Then we've got Lo-Fi Mall. Literally Lo-Fi songs as if they're being played through a mall speaker. <laughs> I love that album. Such a concept. I love that album. I like the songs in it. The lo- uh, electronic loitering is like one of my favorite songs that I've <laughs> ever made. And it is the theme song for Mousetrap, okay. which is a project that's going to be releasing hopefully soon. I'm also in that. You are also in that. <laughs> um, but after I did Lo-Fi Mall and like kind of the traditional electric and all those singles and stuff, I was like, I, I kind of took a detour to started focusing more on, because I'm an artist. A lot of people may, not, may or may not know this. I'm an artist um, and I'm an animator and a writer. Um, and so I took some time away from music to start doing what I'm actually supposed to be doing with my life. And <laughs> so that's where the multi-circus came from. And I put my musical talents to use for that and made a score for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I produced a score for Mousetrap as well, and I remixed Electronic Loitering for the theme song for Mousetrap as well. So it's not just Electronic mm-hmm. Loitering now. Now it's like a slightly varied version um, that has a bit more energy to it. Um, and... There, I'm currently working on um, a soundtrack for another project that I can't talk about just yet that's a part of my final for college that I'm very excited about because uh, it ties into the multi-circus's grand story as well. So be on the lookout for that um, in like a year. Um, <laughs> but it, that's been something that I've, I've been really happy and excited about is I, I've started producing scores and soundtracks and my music has gotten a purpose because mm-hmm. um, before it was just like I'm just making albums mm-hmm. like to get me through a certain point in my life or I would just felt really creative and wanted to make one um, or just had a bunch of songs and figured I'd release them but now it's like I'm designing them with purpose <laughs> um, they're actually going into like these bigger projects they're not just music and so like and like I'm just gradually improving and improving and improving and it's just it's exciting and like I and I I recently made a song to play in front of like the Bioprism Entertainment logo called March of the Bioprism, um, which was originally called um, Please, Comma, Keep Going, mm-hmm. um, because originally I designed that song to be a like, it starts off kind of like somber, but then gets mm-hmm. like more intense later on to kind of give you this like you're starting in a bad spot and then getting better. Mm-hmm. Um but I liked how it sounded so much I repurposed it and changed the name of it. And so that's kind of the thing with how I create yeah. the titles for these is literally like I'll make the song 
and like I'll listen to it like while I'm making it and I might listen to it like a, another time or two and I'm like you know what does this sound like to me and I give it a name sometimes I'll give it a name sometimes I'll think of a name and then make the song but most of the time it's like I'll just be screwing around I'll make the song and then I'm like this sounds like this um, I've tried title first it doesn't work it does not work it never works it does not work because then it becomes like a trope thing. Mm-hmm. So you want to be careful with that. You always want to write the song first and then the title afterwards. Um, and that's also where a lot of like the score stuff came from. And like they play during specific parts. But like, you know, you have fun with the names too. Mm-hmm. It's like Mousetrap has like a, a it's like has a song called Mouse.Trap because <laughs> that's the website name that they have. And it's... Mm-hmm. Um, in the multi circus, there's a song called um, "Fixing Mistakes" um, because of where it plays. Um, the heart of the multiverse is a song that has been catching everybody's attention recently because <laughs> um, it's one of my better ones. And I still need to watch the multi circus. Well, it'll be out. Oh, I know. In two days, so don't you worry. As of the time of this recording. As of the time of this recording, um, but. Um, yeah, so I'm just, uh, I love it. I'm so excited, <laughs> mm. and I like so I, I've taken on, I've taken on this like role as like an animator slash composer, and so like if somebody's like, hey, I need you to make some music for me for a project, I will do it, um, or if I need music for my own project, usually I will do it because like I don't really know any composers. Like mm-hmm. I know you, yeah, um, and then I know um, your friend. Yeah. Um, who does it too. But it, I find that for me, it's just personally, I'm like, I know the vibe I'm going for and it, I should just do it myself. Cause like, I feel like I can just get it done mm. and I know exactly what I want. And like, it's just something that like, and also music gives me something to do when I need something to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's just, it's, it's been a lot of, it's been a lot of fun to produce these stuff to, to make the album covers. I was about to ask if you wanted to touch um, on that. Cause like you, yes. mine are a lot more thematic. Like yeah. I, I have a general theme. I have my mascot spellbot yep. that's in like all of my album covers. Yep. Yours are a little bit more all over the place. So I want to hear some of the process of, of like album to album. Yeah. How so that comes about. To start with Through the World, that character on the front is a character that I've had since I was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Um, their name is literally Chibi. Chibi, nice. Um, and they were, funnily enough, I made that character before I started wearing red <laughs> shoes and a blue hoodie. Mm. Um, so it was funny that... I had that character started wearing that outfit and it then a, started reusing. It was a self fulfilling prophecy. Literally, yeah. So it was just funny to like to do that. Um, but for that album, is literally like I just want a character on the front, in front of a world or mm-hmm. on the world, and like the world is like this big, colorful sphere, yep. and like you're in space and stuff like that. So that one was very specific. Where I was like, I need, and I just wanted to include the character, yeah, because I was going to tell a story with this character. I didn't end up doing it, and I probably never will. Um, but there was supposed to be a story with this character where they're traveling around. Mm-hmm. Um, Through the World Reimagined was literally the same concept, yep. just from a different angle, um, literally, um, <laughs> because they're looking up. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same thing, I was going to tell a story with it, and you can kind of tell what the story is if you listen closely to mm. the uh, songs in the album. <laughs> um, it's literally like you start with a dream and you end at your house. Because okay. the, first, the first track is Dreams, and the last track is Home Sweet Home. Okay. So it's literally like you start with a dream, you go around the world, and you come back home. 
I haven't listened to, the, to that album in a really long time. Yeah, it's fine. I probably like wouldn't have been old. Yeah. <laughs> I, pro- I probably would. If it's only three years old, twenty nineteen. Oh yeah. I oh, it, it feels, feels a lot longer. Than I thought that. you did that in like mid high school. Uh, even uh, if I started working on it in high school, it didn't get released until twenty nineteen. Well, that's fair because I guess that is fair because I the first DJ Witchcraft album was at the end of twenty seventeen. Yeah. So and and that was under DJ Witchcraft at that point, not yeah. me. Also, twenty twenty was like three years long. So, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we are mid twenty twenty two right now, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, we are. <laughs> but anyway, so so with those ones, that's kind of what it was. That one spaghetti album, it's just spaghetti. Um, <laughs> VHS Arcadia wanted to create a vaporwave type area, so like the ocean, you're on a beach, it's like a pink and blue sky with the vaporwave TM sun, yeah. and then the ocean is like broken up into like this uh, polygonal type thing, um, and then I put a character that I had made. It's a it's a kappa. Um, because they just fit with the theming of it, mm-hmm. and they're sitting on the beach. Was that the same Kappa you played in our la- on one of our last campaigns? Yes, or- yeah, it was. Yeah, um, uh, but uh, their their character has since been rewritten. Once when I started using them, for well, yeah, D&D, I assumed so. Um, which <laughs> no, is now the, their permanent the, the, the same the same Kappa that we played with in D anD D is definitely the one on your vaporwave album because those two personalities match. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, no, but yeah. So for that one, it was like I just wanted to create like an aesthetic that was vaporwave. Um, Welcome to My Dreams was interesting because that one was, again, had to be abstract. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love that. Co- I love that cover so I, much. I love it, too. The, the the silhouette is actually the old artwork of me from the Cartridge Crusaders um, when you were on the show. Oh, okay. Um, that's literally just, like, the version of me from that. Mm-hmm. And I made a new version, slapped it on the cover, and then added a rainbow trail behind it. Um, this was also around the time that I started, uh, my LGBT journey. So it was kind Mm. of interesting with those parallels of like, things were kind of rough at that time. I was still figuring things Mm -hmm. out. So I put like a version of myself with a rainbow trail with a very strange and abstract theme because going through the process like that is very confusing. Um, and so that's kind of where the idea for that one came along. Um, some of them are pretty obvious. Um, you know, Bloom for Ball is just artwork for that from I made the game. for the yeah. game. For the, like, oh, yeah. Kind yeah, of yeah, centered yeah. around the game, inspired by the game is what I meant to mm-hmm. say. Um, Tradition Electric is actually a screenshot from a comic I made for school. Um, and um, the Lo-Fi Mall is just, it's a mall in the shadows of a vaporwave sky with a very complicated logo that I love. Um and a lot of them are just kind of like some of them are pretty simple where it's just a text in the background. Some of them are inspired by whatever game logo the series is for, like for those Cartridge Crusaders ones. Um, and so like when it comes to like the scores and stuff, obviously those are artworks made for inspired by the projects um, made for that album cover. Um, and that's that's just kind of where most of my album covers come from is like I, I try to think of the general theme of the album and I try to make something that's either completely obvious as to what it is or something that's a little bit more abstract mm-hmm. um, to what it is. And so I, I kind of bounce back and forth between those um, from time to time. I was refreshing myself on your, no, <laughs> your yeah, discography. I, yeah. I was like, he's probably looking. I've seen my... I've seen most of these before, but it's been it's been quite some time. Yeah. Uh, 
also through the original through the world was 2018. That makes yes. a whole lot more sense to me. Yes, I yes. had forgotten reimagined was a year like later. a year later. Yeah, because I was like 2019 couldn't have been through the world. The original no, through the that world was it was reim. Yeah, okay. 2018 makes me feel a little better. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, there's no way through the world was 2019. No. Problem. Anyway, yeah. All right. Um. Good. 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 <laughs> no. Yeah. Totally. Um. But yeah, it's. It's been really fun. It's been really interesting. There are some songs that I make just for myself, but most of the time they get released. Um, you know, I just really enjoy making the music through the app, especially with all the new stuff that I've learned. Mm-hmm. And I literally just push myself to make it sound more and more like a real song every yeah. single day that I try it. And I think I've gotten pretty close. Um, and I feel like I'm getting really, really close nowadays. And... I don't know. It's my my creation process behind a lot of this stuff is so chaotic mm-hmm. that it's hard to pinpoint <laughs> because my life in general is very chaotic. And so, like, when I'm like, I'm going to do this, and then I just do it, and it's done, and then it gets released. <laughs> yeah, you'll, like you'll, you'll tell me about a concept, and then, like, it just shows I'll, I'll up. move on to something else, and then, like, a couple weeks later, you're like, here it is. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh, yeah, right. You, you did mention that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, like, a lot of my albums are really just, like, I sat down, made it, and then a month later, it's out mm. um and the only i think there are a few that have been an exception to that like i think um welcome to my dreams and the archives took a bit more time mm-hmm. because welcome to my dreams got severely delayed um because of school i remember that um i think it got delayed by like half a year mm-hmm. um it, it it got delayed by a very long time um i'm glad it got delayed because mm-hmm. i got to put more time into it and i worked on it on my own time this was also at the butt end of quarantine yeah so i had one class in person <laughs> and i was making that music before everyone else showed up because mm. um, I would just drive there get there super early and start making music during breaks i'd make the music and it just that's where and welcome to my dreams was also i think it came after the quarantine song that i made mad dash to safety mm-hmm. um and it both of those songs kind of have similar messages of like you know it's very confusing right now yeah like for me personally and for everybody in the world right now it is extremely confusing so let's try to channel that into an album or mm. music and so and then you've got the chaotic ones where i made a <laughs> three minute song about a microwave sometimes it's just really fun to have just a stupid idea and run with it yeah i i love like s- it, some of my best ones are the stupidest yeah ones. it's it's no fun just being serious with stuff all the time it's true yeah and like a lot of like i have some songs that are like updated versions of other songs like the multi-circus took an old track from mm-hmm. a different album and remixed it into a different version of that track and i love doing that too where like I take something that you already know and remix it for a different project. So it's like you get that familiar feeling of like, oh, I've heard this before, but it's different. And you're kind of reliving it. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I love doing. That was one of the main inspirations being on the archives. But having fun with this is my big thing. Mm-hmm. I just I just want to make music and I want to be creative with it. And um, that's really it. But yeah, so... It, when whenever people are like, "Oh, what's your process?" I was like, <laughs> "I I don't know. I even myself, I don't really know." I'll I talk scream to you into the it. void, and then an album comes out. Literally, yeah. <laughs> I I screech, and then music is made, and I'm like, I'm like, ah, sick, and then I release it. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> it's 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 great. It's fun, and we and I hope you guys enjoy our music as well. And if you want to find me, excuse me, uh, the sketched out orchestra. 
Um, you can find me everywhere. I'm on all musical platforms, even ones that I've never heard of. But DistroKid assures me that they're there. So <laughs> if you want to go check those I turned out. a lot of those ones off. Yeah. Um, but if you want to go check those out, um, especially a lot of my later ones are everywhere. And have fun with that. I hope you enjoy them. And then watch the multi-circus. Go to Verivision. Watch the <laughs> multi-circus. Finish list. I mean, you've already listened to this. But finish to the end. And then go watch the multi-circus. Verivision. If you're if you're on YouTube, which I think most of our statistics say you're not. Open a new tab. <laughs> I, well, I was going to say, if you're, on, if you're on YouTube, I'll put it in the description. Yes, please. Because um, by the time I upload this to YouTube and yep. it gets released, it'll be out. But I think I have the link somewhere anyway because it's just unlisted right now. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. That's guys. Uh, that's all we got time we got today. Yeah. Um, glad we got two parts out of this. this is yeah, great. me too. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week with some more music shenanigans. Not really sure what our topic will be yet. We usually decide them when we get here. Yep, but because uh, <laughs> it's a lot more fun that way, and it's a lot of it's it's easier to make it um more current to the times, if you will. Yes, but uh, yeah. See you all soon. See you later, guys. <laughs>